I'm Marianne Kolbesak-McGee, Executive Editor at Information Security Media Group. Today I'm speaking with Jia Zhang, Senior Director Analyst at Gartner, about third-party security risk management. So, Jia, for starters, as we know, third parties, including vendors and various supply chain players, have been implicated in some significant data security incidents involving their clients. So, as you look at the vendor security risk management landscape, what are some of the latest or most promising trends when it comes to best practices and or scorecards, assessments, and other tools that organizations might consider to get a better handle and more control over their third-party security risk? I think from various statistics, we have seen this huge increase of risks in the third-party area. So, you know, we talk a lot about digital ecosystem. What is a digital ecosystem in order to talk about that concept to leverage the benefits and innovations, capabilities? You are looking at a large growing number of third parties from cloud vendors to service providers to upstream, downstream data processing vendors. So essentially... Third-party risk is an outcome of the extended sort of IT security parameters. So we talk a lot about this shared responsibility perspective because now, you know, the traditional service IT service is now being, being delivered by multiple parties. In many cases, third-party is just a blanket term to talk about the multi-layered digital supply chain phenomena. Now, because it's a huge challenge for almost all different organizations, different sectors, different sizes, people have been looking for best practices. There are a huge amount of investment going into the vendor space as well. So I think first and foremost today, I see the combination of risk assessment, monitoring capabilities are being applied as sort of the number one best practice. What does that mean? That means you are integrating, coordinating, and correlating a large set of information about your third parties. So the information could come in from those rating services. You know, a lot of third-party companies do ratings. They go through publicly available information, looking at different companies, tracking them, So using some kind of approaches or algorithms to come up with a rating for each company. So that's publicly available rating services. Increasingly, consortiums in certain industries would share their information. Companies that deploy surveys to get their vendor to answer over 500 questions on a regular basis you can imagine some of these large third parties are dealing with a lot of different customers. So the outset of these survey results can be shared and you can also remove some of the burdens on your vendors. So there's a consortium type of organizations have been formed, allow people to share information. And then, of course, for any enterprise, You have your procurement department, your legal department looking into protections in the contracts and also over time, based on your observations, your monitoring insights and intelligence, you also have 
some level of evaluations on these third parties. So now you can see there's a range of information about third parties, about their risk postures, security practices can be aggregated and correlated into a set of metrics, a set of ratings. So that allows organizations to really quickly gather some high level of measurements about their third parties. But of course, there is no magic pill in this space, especially if you think about each organization today is dealing with rapidly growing number of third parties. Some companies could be looking at a couple of thousand third parties. So speed and timing is really the essence. So a lot of times people want to have a quick assessment on the third party or ongoing if there's a trigger event that happened, people want that to be automatically surfaced up to them. So there's this proactively monitoring services that are available for companies and there's definitely a very hotly debated topic about insurance as well. You know, big insurance companies are looking into cybersecurity insurance and people are very interested in looking at these tools. Essentially, you're looking at multiple ways to manage the risks of your third parties. So, Gia, based on these tools, these rating services, the monitoring services being available to organizations, are there some top mistakes that organizations should try to avoid in terms of third-party security risk and how they handle those risks? I've been covering the risk topic for over a decade. I think regardless, it's third-party, insider risk, all these different risk areas First and foremost, I think we shouldn't take assessment or audit results, rating services, as sort of the golden key to trust our third parties or any parties you're doing business with because assessment ratings are backward-looking. So if you think about the mechanism that enables all these rating services or come up with some kind of profiling on third parties, they are looking at past information. So using historically events, available statistics, then generate some kind of current status rating. That tells you a portion of the picture, but it's not the whole picture. For risk management professionals, really, you should take those different risk sources carefully, and you should really have your own strategy in terms of your third-party risk. Because if you look from inside out for any organization today, uh, third-party risk is a very massy area. And the reason I say that is there is no third-party risk organization in general with most of organizations. The risk ownership or accountability is being shared by multiple functional areas within the organization. You've got your procurement department, maybe the contract could initiate from sales. Increasingly, lines of businesses would actively buy, subscribe technology services through you know, software as a service. They don't go through a centralized way of evaluating these vendors. All of a sudden, these third parties are coming to to the organization from different angles. 
So there is no central role or program that is designed to go through all these third parties from an intake process. People try, and some organizations have successes in those areas, but in general, the reality is the multifunctional areas are engaging third parties. The relationships are brokered, owned by different organization units, but the risk is may uh, essentially aggregated to your chief information security officer. But that role, that person, that team doesn't have all the upfront processes or don't own that. Essentially, they don't actually own the risks. So using IT security controls to manage these relationships, assessing the risk or exposures the organizations have, it's somewhat fragmented. So I think first and foremost for organizations, when you're facing over 20 or 30 third parties, you have to think about from a governance perspective, you know, is there a committee to be formed or there's a central role that would own the program, not necessarily owning all the risks, but working with different risk domain stakeholders and come up with consistently followed common ground assessment workflows, methodologies, even terminology, how you describe risks, how you triage risks, how you treat risks. All of that need to have a program rather than just piecemeal or thinking a particular rating service would solve all the problems. So, Gia, do the best practices for managing third-party security risk seem to vary much from industry to industry? Are there some certain best practices, tools, monitoring sorts of techniques that work across the board, or does it vary a lot from industry to industry? It does vary from industry to industry in the sense that if you think of regulatory legal obligations, so financial services sector, healthcare, oil and gas, those industries are traditionally heavily regulated. Therefore, they are going through a lot of processes to validate their third parties. So in that kind of category, the risk of practice maturity level is higher. Therefore, there may be a bit more controls and processes already in place that can be easily applied to third-party risk management. However, I think today if you look outside to beyond those regulated industries, everyone that has to deal with customer information, private information, so if you do have B2C business or on the supply chain to B2C business, then you know privacy has been a huge issue then even if you are just a small shop, but you are on a digital supply chain that provides services to very large banks or oil and gas company, now all of a sudden the level of requirements on you as one of the third parties is elevated to the same level as all these big suppliers. So this is an area I think for a lot of smaller vendors, smaller service providers, it's a huge pressure for them because if you think about transportation, a lot of the truck drivers, they don't regularly check their email. If you put them on the same kind of level of you know, controls or scrutiny for third-party risk management as 
Microsoft as your one of your suppliers. But these are very different notions of third-party risks. So there is no one-size-fits-all for, for any industries, but certainly for industries that are under huge uh, amount of regulatory compliance requirements, as well as industry where you have a lot of consumer information, so privacy is a huge mandate on you, then these organizations tend to have higher pressure in automating and centralizing, getting their maturity level higher and improve faster in terms of third-party risk management. And finally, Gia, looking ahead to 2020, any predictions on vendor security risk management trends or new developments that we should be watching for? I always think about three things. One, we talk about trends. So there is process improvement, what's coming, what is the sort of pie in the sky or people are demanding today and not being fulfilled. Then there's skill element. So, you know, from a legal perspective, from a risk perspective, from a cybersecurity perspective, there's huge amount of knowledge new skill, it translates to new skill required to manage third-party risk. And then, of course, technology can help either through enablement or automations or, you know, intelligence from data analytics. So looking out, I think, three to five-year trajectory, I certainly think the industries we talked about, the organizations under huge pressure of third-party risk management would mostly invest quite a bit of money in building out their third-party risk governance and you know accountability. So from a management perspective, sponsorship perspective, there will be quite a bit of improvement in these areas because today, board of directors, senior leadership, they're all fully aware of security risks. And then especially the third-party exposures, the difficulties in terms of visibility and control. So the awareness, the education has been done, but I think execution implementing programs would be, you know, largely going to happen in the near future. Now, from a skill perspective, you know, I think the third-party risk area requires a lot of legal compliance risk, IT combined elements. So people who are going to be the experts for third-party risk will have to speak, you know, at least three languages. You have to understand a lot of the legal regulatory terminologies. You have to understand how data is being brokered, processed in different ways in technology context. So that's IT language. And then certainly business language, right, because third party usually come in from business relationship. They're not usually coming because they're super duper cutting edge technology. That could be in a, just a feature, but not really the, the true kind of purpose when people engage third parties. In terms of technology, I think there's a huge amount of investment from venture capitalists going to third party rating services, third party risk management platforms. I lead the integrated risk management research within Gartner. I see a lot of vendors, technology vendors, can come into the risk management market as a brand new entrant from the third-party 
management perspective. So I think we would see a large number of vendors will be born or larger vendors would acquire smaller vendors to complete the third-party risk management capabilities. Thanks, Jia. I've been speaking to Jia Zhang of Gartner. I'm Marianne Kolbesek-McGee of Information Security Media Group. Thanks for listening.